From Schwartz Media, I'm Ruby Jones. This is 7am. The Hillsong Church was started in Sydney by Brian and Bobby Houston. It went on to be one of the world's greatest Pentecostal forces. That was until a series of scandals forced Brian and Bobby out. Now, leaked emails show exactly how the family responded. Today, El Hardy, author of Beyond Belief, How Pentecostal Christianity is Taking Over the World, on Australia's leading faith family. It's Thursday, May 26. Elle, let's talk a bit about the origins of Hillsong. It's this church that started in, in the Hills District of Sydney. It was um, founded by the Houston family. So can you tell me what it is about the type of Christianity that they created that, that made Hillsong so successful, what they were doing that, that other pastors, other Pentecostal pastors weren't? So, so they tapped into the Pentecostal movement at the time when it really started growing globally in the 80s. Pentecostalism is a religious movement filled with charisma that has drawn in more than 500 million followers worldwide. About 6% of the world's Christians in 1980 were Pentecostal. Now that's around 25, I'd say probably more like 30%. In some places in Latin America, the percentage of Pentecostals is edging up from 25 to 30 to 35 to 40%. Catholic churches are playing Hillsong music to some people walking out the door. And, you know, really to put that in perspective, for that all to have happened in 40 years is, is a really huge upheaval. And so Pentecostals are really famous for health and wealth. And now, you that are sick and afflicted, get ready to be healed. Stretch out your hand to meet mine. you know, Healthcare by Way of Miracle, I was at uh, Hillsong a couple of nights ago and they were talking about a, a man in their congregation last week who had had terrible back pain um, and they all prayed for him and this week he was walking and the physiotherapist was saying it's a miracle. So, so Pentecostals are, are really focused on what's going on in their life in the here and now. When Bobby Houston and her husband Brian started the Hills Christian Life Centre, 70 people were in their first service. Well, since then, the church has changed its name to Hillsong. And so when young Brian and Bobby came over from New Zealand in the late 70s, early 80s, they were already Pentecostal and Brian had studied at his father's Bible school, but they were a part of this growing movement. They're very modern. They're very inspirational. Beware the power of distraction. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Distraction is one of the enemy's biggest strategies. When it comes to your course, the road you're going. Brian's sermons often sound very uh, much like self-help. I know how easy it is for other things to consume you. All of a sudden, what God birthed in your spirit was a fire in your belly, that dream, that vision, whatever, that goal, whatever it is, it was burning down here. And the fire starts going out, why? Because we start looking to the left. Well, we start looking to the right. Put your left foot in, put your left foot in, put your right foot in. It's not like Reverend Lovejoy in The Simpsons who's kind of boring everyone's submission. You could go to an ordinary church. <laughs> it won't be as much fun. <laughs> put your left foot in.
it's very uplifting. Pentecostals, they say, preach for Monday, not for Sunday. And right from the beginning, as well as Brian's really intense ambition to grow and grow and grow the church, they just tapped into the modern zeitgeist. And it turns out that that's what a lot of young modern people want in their faith. Mm. And so can you tell me a bit more about Brian and Bobby's role in the church as it began to grow? I mean, just how influential are they as the church gets bigger and bigger? And then I suppose their children as well when they kind of enter the scene. Well, Brian and Bobby founded the church and they've always seen it very much in their own image and and they've had huge ambitions. And so the Houstons very much see it as a family firm. Well, that's a good place to start. What sort of childhood did you have and how was your relationship with your father? Their children are all involved in the church. Uh, my childhood was, um, how, how honest do you want me to be, Dad? <laughs> I don't know. So Joel, the eldest son, is in his early 40s. He lives in the United States and he's one of the, the lead members of Hillsong United, which is is one of the, the big Hillsong bands. No, I mean, you kidding me? I had a great, wonderful childhood, you know. I think you did a pretty good job. I'd say five out of seven. And then the, there's the second son is is Benjamin. He is the the lead global online pastor. He is very much involved in the church and and very close to the family. I was one when my parents started this church. I was four when we had our first Hillsong conference. You know, as a kid, I remember growing up and going through all the motions. You know, I'd pray before bed. I'd read my Bible. And... and then there's a youngest daughter, Laura. She's 35. She's very close to both of her parents. And it wouldn't be it wouldn't be right if I didn't stand up here and, of course, um, just give honour to my parents, my mum and my dad. And of course, I am one thousand percent biased as their daughter. So uh, that's unapologetic, shameless. I love them. I adore them. She's a youth pastor, and along with her husband Peter, he uh, so they're both youth pastors, and he is on the the Hillsong Australia board. And they are very close to their parents. They they live near them in the Hills District and they have been by their side throughout this. Mm. Okay, so when did things start to change for the for the Houston family? So Brian Houston appeared before the Royal Commission into um, Institutional Sexual Abuse of Children. Pastor Houston, do you wish to take the oath or the affirmation? The oath, please pertaining to some historical allegations about his father, Frank. <clears throat> Could you raise the Bible in your right hand, please, and repeat after me, I swear by Almighty God... I swear by Almighty God... ..that the evidence I shall give... ..that the evidence I shall give... ..in this Royal Commission... ..in this Royal Commission... ..shall be the truth... ..shall be the truth... ..the whole truth... ..the whole truth... ..and nothing but the truth... ..and nothing but the truth... ..and whether Brian Houston played a role in covering up those allegations... My father did tend to uh, spend time with young people and his ministry tend to, uh, he tend to, tended to draw young people, you know, he had a, but I didn't see anything untoward in any of that whatsoever, just like normal, healthy, uh, interested... Public Prosecutor's Office in New South Wales decided to bring charges late last year and Brian will uh, appear before court in December this year. He says that he's innocent and that he'll uh, vigorously contest the charges. And uh, his legal counsel advised him that he should step down from his roles uh, at the church while he's defending these charges. He did so, but, but maintained his, his official capacity. And in March this year, it was revealed that there were some 
allegations about Brian Houston pertaining to some inappropriate conduct with two women, one dating back 10 years and, and one more recent. And he was being investigated by the church for these transgressions. Five days later, he resigned from all of his positions because it had been found internally that he had breached the, the code of conduct of the church. And I was recently leaked some emails that came from the Houston's two youngest children, Ben and Laura, during this five-day period. The family very much wants to maintain a grip on power of the Hilson Empire. They felt that, that the Houston family built this. They thought that Brian stepping down would be a temporary measure so that he could fight the charges and, and if he were to be cleared that he could resume his leadership of the church. But that's obviously now become a lot more difficult. We'll be back in a moment. This year, the Saturday paper celebrates 10 years as Australia's leading independent newspaper. In that time, it's built a peerless reputation for quality journalism, for telling stories that are ignored elsewhere. It's the essential account of the week in politics, culture and news. When you read the Saturday paper... You don't need to read anything else. Subscribe today from just $2.10 per week. Visit thesaturdaypaper.com.au slash subscribe. The Saturday Paper. The whole story. With award-winning news coverage and reviews, The Saturday Paper is essential reading for everybody. For a limited time, subscribe to a year of our quality, independent journalism and you'll receive The Saturday Paper's stainless steel coffee cup made in collaboration with Fresco for free. Subscribe from just $2.10 a week. Simply visit thesaturdaypaper.com.au forward slash offer. The Saturday Paper. No hot takes. Elle, you've seen some emails sent um, by Brian Houston's children, Laura and Ben. Um, they've been leaked to you um, from inside the Hillsong Church. Can you just run me through exactly what those emails said? So the emails came after there was an all-staff meeting by the interim, uh, led by the interim global pastor, Phil Dooley. And there were some issues discussed and the, the Houston family were, were very upset about this. They, they felt ambushed. And it was after this meeting that Laura, their daughter, and, and who's very close to her parents, sent a very emotionally charged email to the board about her, her personal anguish, saying that, that the public humiliation that the family was facing is, is the worst feeling in the entire world and that her father is being defamed. Um, she also made it very clear, and this is quite interesting <laughs> as someone who studies Hillsong as I do, just how much that Hillsong is, appears to be seen by the Houston family as, as the family business in a way, the family firm. At, at one point she said, I made it very clear this week that I wanted to be kept in the loop and know what to expect. And Laura is a youth pastor at the church. She has no senior capacity, but it seems very much that, you know, the Houston family felt that they always have a direct line um, to, to the board and that they can, you know, sort of sort of demand things and, and demand information that, that other youth pastors at the church certainly wouldn't be able to get information to. 
Ben's emails similarly were pretty emotionally charged and sometimes goes into all caps and underlines and things like that. Ben was particularly upset with the treatment of his mother, Bobby, who was subsequently fired by text message by Hillsong, although the, the church officially denies this. He felt that that she was uh, sort of railroaded into to being in this meeting. She was kept on mute. She wasn't able to speak up and say her part, that it was obviously quite personally distressing for her. Um, again, they, they felt that there's a lack of decency, um, that they weren't advised of, of exactly what was happening and, you know, that they've controlled this church from the beginning and they certainly like to have a lot of oversight, we could say. So this is this is quite unusual for them. And so I think, yeah, that the, there's a real sense of humiliation and, and anger from the family that this happened to them. Yeah, you can certainly hear that in, in those emails, that sense that that, as you say, this is the family firm, but it is slipping out of their grasp. And, I mean, that is what's happening, right? It sounds like there is this real desire from within Hillsong to, to push the Houstons out. Within some factions within Hillsong, there is a desire to push the Houstons out. It's very factionalised at the moment. So there's the eldership, which is sort of a, it's like a mentor advisory group of the church of respected senior figures. And then there's the board, which is far more corporate. And even within these two groups, there are different factions. So so there's still very much the people lined up behind the Houstons and there are others and some of who have, you know, been a part of the Hillsong family and, you know, close personal friends of the Houstons for, for 30, 40 years. It's going to take a long time to repair and I think that there's a long way to play out with this saga yet. I mean, I, I think that the brand is obviously pretty toxic now. Um, numbers, attendances are certainly very much down. They've, you know, been dumped by by TV stations. The Hillsong Channel has, you know, been, been put out to pasture by, by a number of, of TV stations. A lot of churches, especially in the United States, are stopping um, singing Hillsong music, so they're going to lose royalty money and just the cultural cachet that comes with that. Uh, nine of the 16 Hillsong branches in the US have left, their revenues and, and things like that will certainly be taking a hit. I think long-term they're, they're, they're probably going to struggle. I, I don't think that they'll ever be as much of a brand as they once were. But, I mean, look, you never know. Miracles do happen. And the one thing about evangelical Pentecostal faith is that they believe in being born again and repenting their sins. So there certainly is an opportunity for whether it's Brian and Bobby or the children to um, to sort of be reborn, to revive the Houston name and to revive the Hillsong name. I certainly expect that's what they'll try to do. Well, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Thank you so much, Elle, for talking me through all of this. Thank you for having me. Sydney Dance Company explodes on stage with Momenta. This world premiere by acclaimed choreographer Raphael Bonicella is unmissable contemporary dance. Strictly limited season from the 28th of May to the 8th of June. Book now at sydneydancecompany.com. Also in the news today, US President Joe Biden has vowed to reform the country's gun laws after 19 children and two adults were killed in a mass shooting at a Texas elementary school. During a press conference on Wednesday, Biden said the country had to act and suggested reinstating the assault weapons ban and other common-sense gun laws. 
and the Australian Technical Advisory Group on Immunisation has expanded the recommendations on the use of the fourth dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. About an extra 1.5 million Australians with complex health conditions between the ages of 16 to 64 will now be eligible to receive a winter COVID booster. I'm Ruby Jones. This is 7am. See you tomorrow.